tuning in to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Get it, guys. I've got my, I'm going to conduct you guys from the side of the table. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the After Buzz TV after show for the originals. It's season two, episode 18. Oh, crap. I put, turned my page. Hang on. It's <laughs> Night Has a Thousand Eyes. I am your host, Tiana Hobson. Clearly, Roxy Stryer is not here right now because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, joining me today, I have the beautiful Katie Campbell. Hello, hello. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Hi, I'm Donna Romaine. You can find me on Twitter at Tigris Hobbs. And uh, yeah, so if you make sure you guys are checking us out on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, all those awesome things. After Buzz TV, search for us, like us, comments, tweets, all that <laughs> stuff. Just give it to us because we love you. And I'm so excited to talk about tonight's, or last night's episode, I should say. And we're going to just dive into the thing that I think everyone was the most shocked about from this episode because all the articles I've been reading today are all like, that shocking death in the, in the episode of the originals last night. And... You're both, both of you guys, now I know how Roxy feels when we're all like antsy to say something. <laughs> and, say and part of me wants it. to just keep talking so that you guys have to keep no. like holding it in and bottling it up, but I'm gonna no. let you go. Katie, go. I have an opinion about that because I wasn't shocked. Well, I was shocked about who killed him, but I was not shocked that Michael died. I thought he was gonna die at the hands of Dahlia tonight. Uh, Michael, I really, I was shocked. I wasn't shocked that Michael died because I actually read an article with an interview from Klaus saying that he was surprised that somebody got killed off and it's always shocking when someone you work a lot with got killed off. So I knew somebody was going to die. And then, you know, you never trust Mike. Like, I mean, Klaus killed his own real dad. He <laughs> wants to kill, he made the mother a vampire. He's going to kill him. It's going to happen. I said it, I was watching it with Katie and Katie was watching it the second time and I was like, oh, Melissa was there too. I was like, he's dying. He's killing yeah. him. He's killing <laughs> him. Yeah. He did. All right. So, Donald, I didn't really see this happening tonight because we just killed Esther last week, and it's but it's I like a bad time dead. to be a Michelson parent. True, but I don't think that Esther's dead. I think she's in the necklace. I, I don't think she's dead either. You don't think she's dead? Okay. No, because this is the thing. A lot of those birds were dead on the floor. I can say I did see <laughs> they that. Were dead but birds. there was at least 10 to 15 that I saw fly away, like, to be honest. <laughs> and so I don't think that she's dead. But here's the thing. They would have flown away if she was no, she, she wasn't a vampire and she died as a witch. But since she died as a vampire, quote unquote died, she went missing as a vampire, that means, like, her body isn't really alive anymore, so the crows aren't really alive anymore either. Okay, so the crows are alive but dead on the floor is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, but this is the okay. thing though because remember when <laughs> Rebecca knew sure. that when Rebecca knew that Esther found her in hope was when she saw the crow watching her. Mm-hmm. So like, which was Dahlia though? I think. Oh, Dahlia! Yeah. Dahlia, you're, wait, was it? No, it was Esther. I really it was, think it was, it was Dahlia. Dahlia. It was Dahlia. Because you know Esther didn't know about the baby 
being alive. That's so true. it couldn't yeah. have been Esther. You're right, all right, you're right, well, you're right. we're we're all over the place. Let's let's go back a little bit, and we're going to talk about Klaus and Michael's sort of partnership that happened through this episode. So Klaus um, goes on a mission to find Michael. He enlists Davina for help to track him down because he wants to hijack Freya's plans with Michael and turn him into his own. So we know that Michael went and got the three elements that are needed to sort of bond a weapon to create a weakness for Dahlia. Mm -hmm. And those three elements were soil from her homeland, Viking ash, and the blood of Freya, since that's the closest thing to love she's had. Which was kind of sad, because Freya does not love her right now. Well, you can't, it's just like Klaus, you can't force them to love you. You can't force people to respect you and care for you and love you. And I just wanted to say about the whole Davina finding Michael, like, that was a little lame to me. Like, he got out of the taxi cab in the city, (laughs) in the middle of town. Like, it's not like he was, like, impossible to find. Yeah, but um, I thought it was interesting that those were the three elements, especially being elements that are so kind of easily found and easily to bring a backup. Like, let me bring a sa- second sack of the homeland soil. Let me bring a second sack of ash Viking, like Which Viking ash. They should have gotten extra yeah. at the museum. Yes, that's what I thought also. But maybe yeah. there wasn't that. I mean, first of all, what museum are you going to that has Viking like ash. on display? Here's Viking ash. Yeah, what? I don't. That know. seems kind of weird to me to find in a museum. I would have thought he would have had to like go grave digging or something and find yeah. old Vikings yeah. and burned their bones or something like I that. I don't know. It was interesting. I thought it was definitely interesting, but I I thought it was, I thought the relationship between Michael and Klaus was it almost seemed like they were bonding over this. But it was weird. It was. I, it was it was weird. It was weird because of what they were bonding over and I love there was two things that were said. Klaus said something along the lines of that, you know, they were both fighting to save the lives of the only people that don't see them as the monsters that they truly are, which is both of them have daughters now, so they have that common ground. And then Klaus also says, you know, that they're getting together. Or no, he says that he's just as vicious and hateful just like Michael. So even though he's not Michael's son and Michael doesn't want to claim him, he's like, but I am just like you. You made me this way. But what I thought was weird is how calm they were sitting next to each other. And usually when we see them together, it's kind of like very high tension because they want to kill each other. And it's just, it's just so, I mean, I guess it's just the fact that Dahlia is more powerful and they're trying to team up, but it's just weird seeing that relationship between them change like that. Donald. There's an interesting comment. And I just got it. First of all, I just want to give big props to Tiana as a chat (laughs) mistress because this is hard. But an interesting (laughs) fact that was brought up by Edwin was that Vikings aren't buried. They're burned at sea traditionally, which is why it would make it so hard to find Viking ash. Oh. Oh, thank, you. thank you. The more you know. Historical facts. The more you know. The more you know. That's really interesting. And it, I think it kind of throws off the next thing I was going to say. So I'm at a loss for words right now. What were you going to say? I can't yeah. remember because that oh. just threw it <laughs> well, out of my brain. The elements were so easy, but maybe we can talk about that ridiculous plan to make that knife a weapon. Okay. So Donald... And I both were like talking over each other because we were yes. so passionate about w- all the things that they did wrong in their plan. Which, first of all, is you never use all of, you never take the knife to the fight when you don't exactly know what you're going Show against. Show your cards. Let's walk in. Let's just walk into the church and just hold the knife. 
So they can and they see just our kept pass, they just yeah. kept holding it and they kept like oh we're go. dying and I'm there gonna crawl and crawl what? as I'm turning to stone and grab for it like yeah. what made me mad though is at the very end when Michael said you know your ridiculous plan Klaus but if you thought it was that ridiculous you should have stood up and not gone with his plan and right? to, and to I agree with that and to start off haven't we always learned. That doing things separately never succeed. We never succeed that way. We never ever do. And yet they can continue to do it. They continue Mm. to do it. So I thought it was interesting that yet again, they decided to go at their own pace, do their own thing. And I had at least three, like, who is it that said there should be a second weapon? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you know what sounds stupid, but like, I was like, why didn't you put it in some water or put it in the sprinkler system or something? I don't know. (laughs) Wait, put it in the water because she already (laughs) referred to herself as the Wicked Witch once in the episode. So they put it in the water and then throw it on her and what I'm wondering too though is was she even really in the church remember earlier in the season we saw Esther put herself in front of Klaus but it really wasn't her I think she was actually there just because the way she was controlling everyone who they were fighting against who I don't even know who those people were I don't know what they were Um, but what but could she be so powerful that she's doing it from a distance Mm. But she but, actually touched the knife. So does that yeah. mean she was there because she had to physically touch it and do the magic? I can't trust how powerful she really right. is. I think she she's very, very powerful. powerful, but I also think that because throughout the whole episode when we were seeing her before, she was going into people and sort of delivering messages that way, mm. that because we actually saw her there, it's her, and I don't, and I think that she is powerful enough that she's not afraid to go in front of them mm. and show who she is because she's like, well, I mean, they think they're going to get to me, which how unfair is it, a vampire versus a witch fight? Which is going to win that every single time because all they got to do is flick their wrist and you're turning into, you're literally "Ah, freezing, like you're turning into stone from a flick of a wrist. Yes. You can't compete against that. Yeah. No. You need to have like a knife thrower there. That's why I said, get a crossbow or something. But then she would have just disappeared. I don't know, you know, honestly... We're saying all these things, but I guess, like, in the heat of the moment, and when it really comes down to it, it's probably, you know, you don't... Mm-hmm. Well, no, you should. This is your daughter. This yeah. is your daughter. So, and you know what? I take that back. The only that thing back. that really made me mad is because Klaus, who I love and adore, he's so smart, and he's so on top of these little details, where he usually does have that extra plan in his back pocket but, that mm-hmm. I was really expecting for him when at the end when they were arguing for them to just be like, actually Freya, we didn't waste it all on the, just this weapon. Here's the other one. Or this one we took was actually the fake because we wanted her to show us her true colors before taking the real knife with us. Right. Maybe was, what happened though is that like it's his daughter so he felt like he had to act quick and he acted too fast but at the same time in his back pocket was the fact that he could kill Michael and have Viking Ash. Yeah, I, I, think that that, I think that, I think that, he was walking around with that white oak stake the yeah. whole episode, and I was like, dude, put that thing away. Yeah, put it away. I think Michael, I think his backup plan was Michael. And someone just mentioned that, um, is it, is Cole a Viking? Cause he has his ashes. But we don't know. I don't know. That's just what someone mentioned in the chat. Do we know? No, because Cole's not in Cole's. Oh, because we're talking about his real real yeah. body, but he was turned into a vampire. Well, no, because Michael. Yeah, because Michael's a vampire. But mm. Klaus loves his brother, and he doesn't He's not love his use father. Those You're right. <laughs> That's You're right. What, but speaking of Klaus and his father, let's get down to this conversation that they had, like the very last thing, where I I was just like, "This is so beautiful." Klaus is crying right now, and he was he was like, "I just want to know why." There was a point in time before you knew that I wasn't actually your son. Before all the deceit, you never treated me right, even before you 
you knew the truth. So why why did you always treat me like this? And he just says, I don't know. Did you see his face during the whole thing when Klaus was cl- crying? He was just like, he has no emotion. No emotion. No, no I got it, hurt though. It's hard because his emotion is it roots back to Esther's infidelity, and it's not really about Klaus. And I feel bad for Klaus because he's vic- he's a victim. He's a child. He didn't ask to be born. He didn't ask to be a symbol of his wife's cheating. He didn't ask for any of that. And Michael, like, I think that's what really does make Michael the evil one is the fact that he can't get beyond that, and he's ruined another human being because of his own. It's like you're turning around and doing the same thing to somebody else when you were damaged by your wife. Like, it's hard. And I felt like it was very touching when Klaus was crying because it's mm-hmm. like you can see all the source of his pain. It's right here. Yeah. And he, and then he just brought out that steak and stabbed him, and I was like, oh my gosh! Like it was such a beautiful moment. And then I understand why Klaus did it because you know it's it's sort of like enough. Klaus has already killed Michael once. Mm-hmm. He's clearly like not yeah. afraid to do it. He's done it again now. And from what I'm reading, he's gone because there is no other side. So there's no way to bring him back over again so dad's done like both of klaus's fathers are done and you know klaus needed to do that too because he just he almost kind of was seeing if there was anything redeeming in his father before that by saying you know why dad like why did you always treat me like this and since there was nothing he could be a possible threat down the road if dahlia is killed and everything seems fine he could still be a possible threat and want to kill oh i think that if klaus didn't kill michael michael would have just killed klaus anyways no matter what because that because he showed no emotion right up until the very end he showed no emotion and so i just don't see what would have happened for him to actually show any care towards klaus yeah Mm -hmm. i mean in the real like bullet to Klaus's stomach was when he says, what are your last words? And his last words looks right past him over to Freya, who's being restrained, which, um, Freya, you killed your mama, so how about you not judge Klaus right now? Even though we don't think she's actually dead, you still went in there and viciously kind of took away Esther, but now you're getting mad because your brother wants to do the same thing you did to your mom, to your dad? You can't, you can't have it both ways, Freya. I'm through. Klaus said, like, don't, you know, if you come and try to attack me, then with a flick of my wrist, I could just kill him. She could have done something. She's powerful, right? Couldn't she have just, like, done something to make him just stop and maybe, like, fumble with his hand for a second? I think we saw earlier in the night Klaus fighting even Dahlia's sort of restraint and as he was you know turning stone and we mm-hmm. saw that willpower to go on and still strive to go grab that knife yeah. that even if she had done something he would have fought through it enough because the amount of pain he was feeling mm-hmm. and anger and emotion just was enough to kind of surge and push him through to I mean he already had it up to Michael's heart all he had to do was push right he's a vampire that's like a nudge like really, really a yeah. poke of the finger it's yeah. like really quick boop it's just a little <laughs> and, it's, and it's and it's in there <laughs> i guess yeah but i mean it's it's r.i.p michael um yes let's we'll take a moment like we will we'll miss moment. you question mark <laughs> i don't know I don't i'm not know. gonna miss michael i'm not gonna miss him but i'm gonna miss sort of the anxiety that he brings yeah. to the show with me watching it yeah because he's really scary yeah and i like being scared <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to have somebody that uh, is Klaus's weakness and somebody yes. who can affect Klaus to the fact that he's crying. Yeah. Also, I thought it was very interesting when Klaus was sitting there with Davina right before they found Michael, and Davina mm. was like, how do you think it's to be like one of us? And Klaus didn't do like the stone face. He didn't back off the question. He just was like, you could see like, him take it in for a moment. Like, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I got something now. So I think maybe we'll be seeing more of the human side of Klaus. Coming out. You know, like, he's killed his dad. He's killed his other dad. You yeah. know, we don't know. He made us a vampire. Like, I feel like he's, you know, he's an actor to revenge. Once Adelia's gone, maybe we'll see more of a human side. Yeah, it would be nice to see him um, kind of grow with hope. And, yes. you know, if he really wants her to see him as you know, something other than a monster that everyone else sees him as, then he's definitely going to have to change his attitude because as she gets older, she's going to notice these things just like he noticed about his father um, and mother and most of his siblings. (laughs) Um, You know, so it's something that he has to has to definitely think about. And speaking of hope, we have on the other side of town, we've got... My favorite couple who really pissed me off this episode, I will say, <laughs> Jaylee, and their quest to save Hope, which, like Donald said earlier, people, 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 when you do things separately without the group, it just doesn't work no. out. Can we, can, can we work as a team can here? We work as a team? We got Dahlia. Let's just work yeah, as a let's team. Yeah, just, let's just come yes. together and figure it out. And that's... Being together is the strongest thing, especially in this safe house. I feel like that might be stronger than them on the run when Dahlia is basically everywhere all the time. This is what really pissed me off about Jackson. <laughs> I love how serious Donald just got right God. now. I have been a champion of Jackson's stepfatherly love mm. this whole time. But Jackson, Dahlia came for hope. You're going to, you know, you're, you're, you and your powerful self are going to take hope, the thing that Dahlia wants... Into the woods by yourself? What? You don't yeah. think the problem's gonna follow you? And then and then he says, This is a thousand year old problem. This is not Hope's problem. This is it exactly is. Hope's problem because she's a child. She's the whole reason everyone's there. <laughs> That's when I was like, Jackson, I can't follow you anymore. I can't do it because you're not thinking straight. You're trying to protect Haley by protecting Hope, and you're not. You're you're not thinking about this. That's what I thought. I didn't think his plan was sound. At all. I didn't think the plan was sound, but I did think that he raised some good points about the family and that, you know, this is something that Hope has sort of inherited through her family. It's not her fault necessarily. So I understand his thought is, you know, let's get away from this sort of horrible family. Mm-hmm. But in in the same sentence, it's like, well, it's a horrible family, but they are all trying to protect her. And by going off alone, Dahlia was able to track Rebecca, and Rebecca had witches put, you know, spells on her to kind of hide them. Hope's powers is what draws Dahlia, Mm -hmm. and what kind of leads Dahlia to her. So no matter where Hope is, Dahlia is still going to come. And it might buy you a little bit of time, but it's not going to buy you so much more time than what you're going to get at this safe house that they just created for you guys. Oh yeah, I can see it happening now. All these wolves are protecting him, and then Delia just takes them all over, just like she did yeah. Jackson. They're yeah, like that. just, just, a, like a just with her hands. They're whoosh, done. Yeah. Done. You're done. Done. And you can see Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just I didn't think about it. It's like, yeah, you didn't, Jackson. How long does the tea last that you yeah. drink that she can't get into your body? Like, do you have to drink it every day? Um, Freya did not say that no, she they didn't. had to. But my my other question for this now is: so we know that Jackson. Um, has been possessed by Dahlia. We find out that, you know, Dahlia's, um, what is it called? Bonded? Oh, she's bonded yeah. with Bonded Freya. with she's Freya. Channeling she's Freya. channeling Freya. So Jackson has this idea to escape, and Aiden's supposed to come meet them, and then it doesn't work, and Marcel's like, okay, I'm taking you guys to this place. But then at the end of the episode, not to jump, because I did want to talk about this separately, but we have that Josephine has been killed, but it was her spell 
on the house. (gasps) So does the spell not work anymore? That was a very good point, and I bet it doesn't. Because I'm one. Because I was trying to figure out why it was Josephine that Dahlia chose, and so if that's the case, then Jackson is sort of right. No matter what you do, Dahlia is going to find a way to ruin that house. So I do know the backwoods, and we can get to a point of like hiding for now to buy us some time. I think it's honestly still going to work because I don't. I don't necessarily think that all of her power, all of her spells that she's done in the past has gone away. I don't think that maybe witch magic works like that, but I do think that it's sending a message, like Dahlia said she wanted to do, as in that she's killing the, this powerful, all-powerful witch who is a leader of all you know this coven, and I think that that's going to be the message she can't be stopped. Okay, I've got conflicting people here. We've okay. got Baby Doll Turner saying that it's unbinded because she's dead, but we've got Freya saying that magic is eternal. Yeah, like you, mm-hmm. it doesn't die with the people. But like, there's no other side anymore. So how does the magic? Oh, how does it? How does it carry on if there's no other side? Yeah, that's true. I, and I'm also kind of playing devil's advocate because I actually have no idea what the answer to this is. <laughs> no, we don't have the answer. And I just want to—I want to say two things. One, somebody wants to know, Katie, did you cry when Josephine died? No. But <gasps> what? Actually, Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. What? I wasn't emotional. Usually, I am. I cry. You did know. you cry um, when Klaus cried? I no, but I felt very sad, and like the tears could be welling like far in. But you know, it, it's just. It's sad, but I didn't cry, which is okay. kind of shocking. I didn't cry. I thought it was a beautiful death. But I, someone just said Esther died, but the white oak still worked. Oh. Did she? Or Esther's not dead. She's not. She can't be But dead. she became yeah. a vampire, so technically would her witch side have died? See, this is you know, when, you start, when you, you start, start digging here, into yeah. it. You but can. In regards to up. Josephine, I was shocked that she wasn't immediately willing to help Elijah because. This problem is Freya's problem. And just last episode, yeah. she promised and said, your enemies are our enemies. And then, you know, she just she just says no. Like, it just, it doesn't seem like there's any loyalty here. But then Elijah halfway threatens her. Oh, yeah. And she quickly is like, well, like I said, I don't lack compassion. Let me do a blessing she's on this abood. Yeah, she's very easily switched. We've seen it in the past. But I thought it was really interesting when her and Dahlia, at the end, when Dahlia was talking to her, you could see the terror in Josephine's face. Yeah, she was scared. Yeah. And I and part of me was thinking, well, why don't you fight back? But I mean, it's a it's a battle you're not going to mm-hmm. win, but I don't know for me, I would have rather gone down with a fight yeah. than to just well, She's a classy old lady. I mean, she, she is classy. She got to play yeah. violin <laughs> and then she got her throat slit by the what's it called? The violin stick. Ugh. I don't know what it's called. I didn't play yeah. music as a child, so my parents were horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a violin stick in my mind. It's a violin stick. Is it called a bow? Oh, a maybe. Fret? You know what? No, a I bow know makes sense. About. A bow? fret? Sorry, I said fret, and that's like a musical term, and it's definitely <laughs> yeah. not. No, 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 no. Fret's like with a guitar. You're right. right? You're yeah. right. No, you're right. You're so, right. Okay, so something else that I thought of before we move on to one of my absolute favorite couples. Um... When Dahlia was talking and they were trying, when they were trying to kill Dahlia and we find out that Freya is being channeled by Dahlia, mm-hmm. channeling and bonding are different, right? Because last week it was 
you know, the kids, mm. yeah. if Rebecca leaves that body and it dies, those kids will die with it. They're so bonded. is the same thing going to happen with Dahlia and Freya? Ooh. I don't think so, because I think the terms were different. Because okay. I think Rebe- Rebecca said bonded and, and Freya said, said channeling. channeling. Okay. So as long as we're, I just but, wanted to make no, sure. But usually, you're right, though, because no, when you, usually when you channel, they're like passed out and they have a mark yeah. on their head. Yeah, but so maybe I mean, Frey has been walking around yeah. being channeled this whole time and had no idea yeah. for a thousand years. Which she said, which, yeah, they, let's talk about Freya for a little bit, guys, because um, I know last week I was very not on mm-hmm. Team Freya. This week, I believe that she's scared of Dahlia and that she doesn't want to be there, but I still don't trust her. <gasps> I'm shocked. <laughs> okay. I'm shocked because I love Freya and I said like I would be her first <laughs> lieutenant. Like I think she's yeah. honest. I think she's truthful. I think her fear is real. Yeah, and she's just protecting herself at the end of the day, which is why she didn't reveal the secret or like the whole story early on. And I just really when everybody was telling her to get out because they're like you known this whole time. No. I believed her. I was like, she is scared of Dahlia. She's running. She's done with this whole Dahlia thing. She's scared, but she, like Rebecca said, you said it yourself. You are her anchor. So she's channeling you right now. Like, how you are so smart, girl, and didn't know that, I don't know if I can fully believe that statement. Do I believe she actually genuinely wants to help her siblings? Yes. But there's Mm -hmm. still that part of her that isn't being forthcoming with information that can help her siblings and I understand why she won't because Klaus is a maniac and he's killing people left and right so why it's like you're not going to show all your cards until you know you can trust them Klaus is the same way though with his things he He doesn't show everything at first so they're alike in that they're, way. They're siblings. You're they're definitely cookie. related. Yeah. You're a tough cookie, Tiana. <laughs> I am You're a tough, tough cookie. cookie. You're a tough cookie. Because <laughs> I think that at this point, I think Freya, yeah, you know, she didn't know. She made a mistake, you know? But Dahlia's super strong, <laughs> you know? Da- da- I feel like Dahlia has the power and the ability to hold that power over Freya. Mm. And I just think at the end of the day, Freya just wants to be with her family. And despite Klaus killing Michael, I think... You know, we're still going to have that family dinner. But just last week, she (laughs) said that her plan, she told her plan to Esther was to get all her siblings to hate Klaus, was to turn on Klaus. That's what Freya said just last week. This is why I cannot trust (laughs) her. So easily I forget. Because he will never trust her. So she needs the kids on her side, the kids, the, the siblings kids. on her side, because she has a better plan to take down Dolly because she knows her very well. Because nobody wants to work together. I mean, <laughs> honestly, they just need to work together is what it all comes down to. But Freya and Tiana just are not going to be on the same page right now. So you're, I, still, you're still on that side. You're I'm still on the class still, side. I'm you're still, still on the class side. I mean, would I, you trust Klaus or would you? Tr- okay, I'm, I have a question. Let's just say Freya walks in here and just says, Tiana. I need you to side with me. Hold on, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then Klaus walks in and says, I know Freya was here. Either side with her or me. But either way, you know, just remember when the winning team wins and you're not on the winning team, because, like, he's going to say, I'll kill you. Who are you going to side with? He would say that. Well, (laughs) I'm going to side with Klaus. No way! Get out of here! No, I'm going to side. He just said he's going to kill me if I don't, pretty much. Um, Which is basically how Josh is feeling right now. You you guys like that transition? That transition was pretty smooth, right? That transition. Um, That's how he has Josh feeling right now, because he's kind of cornered Josh before, and now he's Aiden. Aiden. Oh, crap. 
See, I messed up my but whole transition because I was saying the wrong right. name. So yeah, there, okay, there, was, I was there. there. You guys knew where I was headed. Yeah. Um, so Aiden has gets a phone call from Klaus, but he says it's Marcel. That no, made me so he said mad. it was Jackson. You I'm getting all the names messed up right now. You can't say that when vampires have super hearing, <laughs> right? Like, or like, hold on a second. You're, you're Aiden. I'm Josh. Yeah. Like that was it. It was right over his shoulder. It was right over his shoulder. The phone, and it was huge. Klaus. Yeah. Klaus. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. It was huge. I mean. You know, so whatever. So Aiden lies to Josh about it, and then later on, Josh sees him at the compound, and he's like, oh, I have to apologize for lying to you earlier about... And when he first started talking, I was like, I'm really confused, because yeah, I'm pretty sure that was lie? Aiden. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I, I was all for why you got confused. Because yeah, of right because there. of that right there. <laughs> um, so... You know, he kind of calls out Aiden, and Aiden's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know what to do. Klaus has me in this situation where basically, you know, I don't want to flip on Jackson because Jackson's taking care of me since I was a kid, but if I don't do this, Klaus is going to kill me. That's what you just did to Tiana. That's See, exactly what you just did to me. That's true, that's true, but this is the thing. You've got, you've got to, re- like, I, oh God. First of all, Aiden needs to be upfront with Josh. Yes, and tell yes. Him number what's going one, on. yes. because you don't because lie to him. Yeah, you don't. Angry. You don't lie to Josh. Mm-mm. And number two, you know, Josh pretty much had the best line of the entire season because right when he said that, I was like, oh. You can't deny that when he was like, "Oh wait, that's your side of the conversation." Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use that. I'm literally <laughs> gonna use that when I want to confront somebody with a heavy-handed apology. I'm gonna go ahead and do it for them, and then say, "Wait, that's, that's what you should your say." Line. That's, your that's, line. That's, that's your that's, line. That's your line. That's that's your line. <laughs> I was mad that he was being so secretive. Like, he feels like he doesn't know what to do. He's so stressed out. And you could see that when he was pounding on the wheel. Like, it's 8.52 and I'm not there. Like, what do I do? He's freaking out. But he needs to turn to the one he loves and the one that loves him. And they're together. They're a pack. Like, he's like, you know, just because I'm not a crescent wolf doesn't mean I don't have my love for my friendship and my pack. So it's like, he needs to turn to Josh and get help from him. I agree. I agree 100%. And I, I think too. I think hopefully we'll see more of Aiden. And this is the first time I'm saying this because I'm not going to lie. I've been pretty hard on Aiden and Josh this whole time. But I finally am ready to see a little more. Is it called Jaden? Jaden. A little more Jaden. You're just now getting just, to that I'm point. I'm just getting oh. now into I'm just now getting. I was always into Aiden. Yeah. I just wasn't always into Josh. For some reason, I was just like, you know. He's got a little boy face. We haven't seen him in a while, too. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah. I'm not going to. Maybe it was that line. Like, that line has sold me on his personality his, now. His line for me of the episode when he said that you are my pack. Yeah. I don't have anyone else. You, Marcel, and Davina are my pack. No. And I, I would die for you because <gasps> I love you. He said, I would die for you, girl. A second time. You marry that man when he says that. I have all those in quotes, and I put cute <laughs> oh my god, and cat. Oh my god, and you have a little heart. I do. <laughs> <laughs> like that for me was just like, oh my gosh, Jaden for the win. Question: yeah. Do you guys think Aiden's gonna get killed off? <gasps> no. Okay, because somebody asked it, and I just wanted to. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> like, um, I don't believe I, that theory, but I, I hope oh not. Oh my gosh, it would really crush me, but it could go that way, you know? Yeah. Like, bring another yeah. heartbreak, and Josh be angry at Klaus for, I don't for know. 
everything for yeah. life. <laughs> um, but I want to talk a little bit more about Jackson and Aiden's relationship because we, we've we seen them kind of going through it lately where we had Klaus kind of whispering in Aiden's ear about how he could be the alpha. We have Jackson who kind of snapped at him a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this week he's saying, you know, you're my right-hand man. I need you. We've been through a lot together. I'm going to go into hiding and the pack's going to need an alpha. Are you up for it? Like, Jackson basically handed over the pack to Aiden to help them escape. And then Aiden lies and says that he got stuck in traffic and doesn't go to pick them up. And he's been hiding stuff from them. And he's been hiding stuff. So how do we feel about, do we think that Jackson's going to find out that Aiden's been working with Klaus now and kind of have a big fallout? Are we going to have a giant alpha fight to prove who the alpha is once and for all and them ha- one of them have to die and it's probably going to be Aiden because I am I hate Jackson's actions tonight, but I'm still going to be a Team Jackson wolf in this moment? Yeah, I think it's going to come out eventually. I'm not uh, sure uh, when, uh, but it's like it's the same storyline as Oliver. Yeah. Standing up and, you know... I, a little but they never had to go head to head to really fight it out. Yeah. I can just see Jackson like gritting through his because he grits through his teeth when he's really angry and being like, "We're supposed to be a cock, yeah. We're supposed to be a wild to me." And it's just like, what are you supposed to do when Klaus is threatening you? You know, you're not Haley's husband. You're not, you know, trying to take care of Hope. You're not in any position of power. But aren't you supposed to go to your friend and your leader and say, hey, man, this is what's happening right now. How can we collectively, Jackson and Aiden, work together to get Klaus out of Aiden's way? He's gone to Jackson twice. But he's never... But twice Jackson has turned him down and asserted his power and been like, listen. But he hasn't said, look, dude, Klaus is over here trying to manipulate me into going against you right now. Because he's still trying to figure out what side to take. And And I would do the same thing also because if I was scared, just like you were going to say with Klaus, (laughs) if I was scared of Klaus as well, and I tried to reach out to, you know, Jackson in a reasonable manner without, you know, lying to, to Klaus, just mm-hmm. trying to, you know, not lie to Klaus, try and push Jackson into the right area. What would you do, you know? I just feel like honesty is the best policy and no one is compelled right now to not tell people stuff. Yeah. And if, and if if Klaus had compelled him, like, I want you to spy on Jackson for me and not tell him. I understand it, but he never said that, and Jackson is supposed to be your leader, and the person who you go to for your problems, and you're supposed to be his right-hand man, there's not supposed to be secrets between the, between those two. Maybe do you think he can go to, uh, Jackson and tell him the truth and stuff, and have Haley tell Klaus to back off Aiden, just like you're backing off Jackson right now? Like, they be a package deal? I mean that. I mean that could work, but then I. I mean the problem with sending Haley in is like, oh, you're sending your little girl to your wife to clean up your mess again. Because you know, what would happen was as soon as Haley's gone, Klaus's gonna show up and be like, did you really think that Haley could do this? Yeah, like, and I really think that work? this is a great opportunity for Jackson to prove to the audience and to Klaus that he is an alpha and if he stood up to Klaus in a way of like where, you know, neither one of them has to die or anything, but in a way where Klaus started to respect him, then I think life would be a lot better between them. Does Klaus ever respect anybody though? But Klaus will respect you. Like, if Klaus has a little, he's not quite on Elijah's level, but 
he'll respect you a little bit to where he's not constantly trying to kill you every day. Mm. I think he has enough respect if we take it over to Vampire Diaries for Stefan, where he's not actively trying to kill him all the time anymore because he has that bit of respect. They have a friendship. Mm. So Jackson needs to find a way to come together with Klaus for How is he going to find a friendship with him now? I don't know. That's the writer's jobs, Katie, not (laughs) mine. This is my thing. I want to know, can they be compelled? Now that they're hybrid-ish, they got those powers. Can they be compelled or not? Can't you still be compelled because because he's an original vampire? Then why hasn't Klaus just gone to Jackson and been like, listen to me. Don't question me. Why hasn't he just compelled them? Because he respects Haley enough to not do that to her husband. That is some big respect, and I almost cursed. But also, someone <laughs> said something, and I thought it was funny. They wrote, these, these mutts ain't loyal. So I think next time we should play that song, and we should sing it, these mutts ain't loyal. Oh, my god! There should be a parody video there should for be a the parody. originals called These Mutts Aren't Loyal. I'll do it with you. Let's do it. I'll do it with you. We're doing right, it. We're doing it. I'll do it myself. <laughs> Okay, I'm just. You know, no, I want to be a wolf. Why would I not want to be myself? Yeah. All right. So, do you guys have anything else in the episode that you wanted to touch on that I didn't? Because I'm not Roxy, so I didn't have the greatest (laughs) notes to break this show down. I do have a prediction. Oh well, we're not. We're not there. But I'm I'm just. Yeah, I guess I'm brainstorming. Okay. Let's go to predictions now. See, Donna always kind of jumped the gun. That was Tiana echoing it. <laughs> All right, Donald has one, so he's going to start. Nobody's powerful enough to stop Dahlia. I don't it's, like the way that oh. like your eyebrows d- drop and your eyes get all serious when you I know, say I'm things. I'm very serious about that. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say? Because yeah. you were, because remember, you were all into my theory too, which officially, I just want to take a moment to officially later ask my theory that Dahlia was even Sinclair. I just really think that if there are any writers out there, please contact me because we can come up with some good stuff. New theory. I think no one's powerful enough to kill Dahlia. Ex- except Hope. That's so, yeah. it's going to come down to the point where Klaus is going to be on the floor and Haley's going to be bleeding and they're going to be like crawling towards Hope and is going to be standing over her and then it's going to be like, what's happening? And then Hope is going to kill her. Hope, Hope is will kill so Dahlia. powerful. She is all yeah. three of those things. Yep. According to what Julia Puck has said in the past. And Crazy Recon 21 tweeted me and said the exact same thing. Someone said, okay, I someone said she said <laughs> <laughs> she said they think hope is going to end Dahlia because she's going to protect. Her. Sorry, I just like up to her. <laughs> sorry, that was so funny. I'm so sorry for anyone listening. That was horrible. No, it's fine. Okay, so hope is going to end Dahlia because she's going to protect her mother, and that is what's going to happen. Yes, Claroline. They just want to drink, but yes, oh, okay. I do think that's I do think that's going to happen. I think that hope will be the savior. You know. Yeah, I, I definitely end. think that Hope will be the savior. But I was thinking about it. Are we going to see Dahlia for a while? Like, what's if we kill Dahlia? Like, what is the next plot? What is this? What if we? What if Hope takes Dahlia's power? It's somehow and Dahlia gets to stay. I love her as an actress. Yeah. I think she's fantastic. Hope or too. Dahlia? Dahlia. I- Hope is so cute. <laughs> I just want. I just wanted to be clear on which one you were talking about yeah. in that moment. No, Hope is uh, Emmy Award winning actress though. So yeah, she is yeah. so cute. She's really she's adorable. Cute. Whatever twins or triplets are playing Hope right now, they're they're killing it. Yeah. Um. But I I would like to piggyback on you guys' predictions. Um. First of all, I'm just gonna say Claroline because Roxy's not here. Um. And then I'm gonna say um that I think Hope will be the downfall. But I I I agree with Donald. I don't think we're getting rid of 
Dahlia anytime soon. She seems to. like one of those big threats, and we just to. got rid of Michael. Mm-hmm. So if if he was still around, then yeah, we could get rid of her, and then we still have him like waiting in the wings to take down Klaus. But without him, we don't really have anything except for the battle between the wolves and vampires and witches, which can get kind of old yeah. sometimes because something that we've seen before. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to be getting rid of her that easily. I'm. I don't want this to happen, but I'm kind of thinking that maybe Dahlia does get hope, and then the battle becomes how how to get her back yeah. Ooh, before it's really too good, late. That's a so really like, good one. Make yeah. the story longer. Yeah, yes. to make the story, because we have four more episodes left for this season, <gasps> and then we have I'm... next season to start, so there has to be something, and I'm thinking guys, someone said something on the yes, chat roll. Anthony Bain said, Donald's theories are least likely to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, with an LOL. With an LOL. I mean, they they are very, very <laughs> intense. They're very intense. I understand that. I do. But I just wanted to say, in regards to Dahlia sticking around and Hope sticking around, that in true Michelson fashion, it is not, it's not textbook 101 to kill, you know, people that you hate. You mm-hmm. make them suffer. So Dahlia will suffer because what she's doing is like... I don't even want to say the word because I can't say it, but it's it's not forgivable to them. Yes. She is going to get hope. She has to because everybody is kind of unprepared and there's only four episodes left and something huge needs to happen and this story needs to be longer. But in the very end, hope will be the one to defeat her. I stand by that. I like that. I I would love to see hope. I would also love to see, I don't know, maybe a, a time hop or, <gasps> or, right out of my brain. or, or maybe we could just make hope like the Twilight baby where she just ages faster because I would like to see hope a little older so that we can actually interact with her so she's not just, you know, the baby being carried around. I want to see her kind of be powerful. Be powerful. Can you imagine a little yeah. baby walking maybe around? Like, maybe like a six or seven year old, <laughs> you know, yeah, know just kind of walking around. And maybe then she'll be able to have kind of a hold on her powers, like know at least what she's doing a little bit. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I just, like Also, can, can we just... Oh, no, we'll talk about, like, the preview whenever you want to, but Cammy, what? No, we're, we're Cammie, talking about predictions Cammie, in the preview. what's going on with Cammy? And Katie said it when we watched Girl, it. She looked like enough. she was crying. Like, yeah. she was upset about something. Who's gonna die? I mean, Cammy... Uh, she's human. She's one of the only... She is the only human we have, so <laughs> I feel like, just like Katie can cry at the drop of a dime, Cammy can cry at the drop of a dime, too. <laughs> Who knows what was happening to make her cry? It could have been she cut her finger on a knife. There are two things I want to talk about from that preview. And the first thing, the first scene we saw in the preview was uh, Dahlia making somebody just, like, fall over with the flick of her wrist. Did you see that? That's just insane. She's so powerful. I can't try. I'm oh my god, I want to be Dahlia. To be honest, I want to be Dahlia. She's yeah. so powerful. She's scary. And the second thing was that Haley and Elijah got really close. <gasps> oh god, I saw that. I just want everyone to know that. that they set previews up like this to make you think one thing when it's not actually going to happen. My not that I'm hating on Klaus, but I'm Team Jaylee, and I want them to make it work. They were so cute at the beginning of the episode, walking around, calling each other like Mr. and Mrs. Kinner, or whatever their last name is and I just want to see more of that. She can love him because he's really sweet to her and I'm not going to argue that but at the very end of the day her heart is going to want what it wants. Selena Gomez. (laughs) No, but we forgot about Nishi. Elijah. Nishi. Yeah, she wasn't around this episode. She wasn't but I think she she hasn't, she's coming back. 
I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Well, the Haley and Elijah thing. Haley and Elijah. We'll see. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun. It has been. been. (laughs) Roxy, you were missed immensely, mostly by me. Um, (laughs) Never leave us again. Um, If you guys want to keep the conversation going this week with all of us, because we love talking everything Vampire Diaries and the originals, um, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13. And you can find me at YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. I do a vlog every single Wednesday. Tomorrow, I have another one coming out. Hi, you can follow me on Instagram at Donald Romaine, on Twitter at Tigress Hobbs, and I'm trying to learn this whole Periscope thing, and they're trying to teach me, <laughs> but also Tigress Hobbs, which I wish, just real quick, I don't know how to change my, never mind, we'll talk about that later. I don't know either. either. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Look at that. Um, you can make sure you check out all the shows AfterBuzz has to offer at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. I'm at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope, and I'm also Tiana underscore Hobson on Snapchat. And just a quick teaser for everyone, we will have a very special guest in studio with us next week for the originals. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet, but I just know that it's someone great and awesome. And if you're a fan of the Vampire Diaries, we will have Mama Salvatore in studio with us Thursday night, so make sure you tune in at 9 p.m. for that. Until next week, guys, when Roxy will be back sitting in this chair and I will be sitting over there as your chat mistress. Oh my god, yes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you later. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 